Pushkin. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. Hi, everyone. It's Paul Muldoon. Before we get to this episode, I wanted to let you know that you can binge all 12 episodes of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, right now, ad-free, by becoming a Pushkin Plus subscriber. Find Pushkin Plus on the McCartney, A Life in Lyrics show page in Apple Podcasts or at pushkin.fm slash plus. I mean, Wings was just the result of me asking myself, am I going to stop now that the Beatles stopped? The Beatles were so wonderful, so successful. Do I now stop and kind of look for something else to do? But I thought, no, I like music too much. So the whatever the something else is will be music. So I was with Linda, I said, do you fancy starting a band? And she said, yeah. Well, she paused. She wasn't that quick. So, yeah, I just thought, well, we'll just start something that feels good and we'll build it up like the Beatles did. Only trouble being, we'd have to make our mistakes in public this time round. Mm-hmm. Paul Muldoon. For a while now, I've been fortunate to spend time with one of the greatest songwriters of the era. And will you look at me? I'm going up to her. I'm actually a performer. That is Sir Paul McCartney. We worked together on a book looking at the lyrics of more than 150 of his songs. And we recorded many hours of our conversations. It was like going back to an old Snapshot album. Looking back on work I hadn't 
ever analyzed. This is McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, a masterclass, a memoir, and an improvised journey with one of the most iconic figures in popular music. In this episode, Band on the Run. A single from Wings' third studio album, Band on the Run is McCartney's quintessential narrative songwriting in action. Split into two parts, the first section of the song follows a band of outlaws languishing in prison. Stuck inside these four walls Sent inside forever Never seeing no Right about that time, there were a lot of people who were pretending to be desperados, pretending to be gangsters, outlaws was a word that came up a lot. Desperados came up a lot. The thing is, you know, with the pot situation, we were outside the law in a very mild way. Right. So now we knew we were doing this. So it spawned a lot of people talking about themselves as desperados. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. In 1973, the same year as Band on the Run, the Eagles released Desperado. Desperado Oh, you ain't getting no young Your pain and your hunger They're driving you home So, outlaws were certainly in fashion at the time, harking back to the long-standing tradition of the American Western. Reminds me of like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yes. Guns or knives, Butch? It's harder now. You gotta plan more. You gotta prepare more. Guns or knives? Neither. Pick. And I'm imagining it because of this desperado thing. I'm imagining this in America. No, no, not yet. Not until me and Harvey get the rules straightened out. Rules? In a knife fight? No rules. As in many scenes from popular westerns like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the song sets up a band of outlaws in a scene of captivity, dreaming about what they would do were they to escape. If I ever get out of here, thought of giving it all away to a registered charity. Band on the run. What does that mean? What does that type well, mean? To it means it's a, a band of people who've escaped from a prison, or you could take it as a band, a music band, on a tour. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are a band on the run, and if you're playing it and singing it, you're getting the double meaning. Mm-hmm. So everyone's looking for us, but we're on the run and they're never going to catch us. Well, the rain 
rain exploded with Mighty Crush, we fell into the song. And the first one said to the second one there, I hope you're having fun. So, you know, that's the prison break. The song is focused on a band of outlaws breaking out of jail and gallivanting through the desert. However, it was the other type of band that was more familiar to McCartney. It's not a band on the run from Beetledum, is it? I mean, Wings was the next step after the Beatles. If I was going to continue, then how was I going to do it? Well, how did the Beatles do it? Well, they were just four little guys from Liverpool who didn't know shit. And then they figured it out and they worked at it. They did 10,000 hours and then suddenly they were big and famous. So I thought, well, you either try and get yourself a super group, Mm -hmm. which were happening as a group, Blind Faith, which was Ginger Mm -hmm. and some people like that. Uh, Zeppelin was kind of a little bit loud, you know, it was. Handpicked. Handpicked famous people. <clears throat> or you just sort of get in a bus and ask a couple of mates to come along, you know, and you don't fuss about it too much. And that's what we decided to do. Like any good desperado, McCartney had to enlist his accomplices, seeking out the best people for the job rather than those with the most notoriety. With Linda by his side on this adventure, he began to put together the new band. Everybody wants to be in a band. Everybody wants to be in a band. Isn't that part of it? I don't mean to... No, it's true. It's a nice idea, if nothing else. McCartney knew he wanted... Denny Lane on guitar and backup vocals. Denny Lane had been a core member of the Moody Blues. In the mid-60s, they had made it big with their hit single, Go Now. Since you gotta go, oh, you better go So I knew Denny, we toured with the Moody's, so I knew I got on with him. So he was the first person I asked, well, Linda was the first person, then Denny. And then I came to New York, auditioned people for Ram, and Denny Seidel showed up out of that. So that was it kind of thing, you know, and Henry McCulloch was just somebody our roadies knew. So I said, great, let's have him come along, let's see. Mm-hmm. And it was the next move after the Beatles. The only philosophy behind it was to not do Beatles songs, just to create something completely new. So there hadn't been a girl in the Beatles. The Beatles had known each other all their lives. So it was all the opposite. It's just like just a different way of doing it.
Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do life in lyrics? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. Once the members of Wings fell into place, the group became a literal band on the run. Throughout the early 1970s, they travelled all over England on an impromptu concert tour, learning the ropes of performance as the Beatles once did in Hamburg. And, you know, because the theory was to just learn as you went along, it was quite chaotic in the beginning. We would show up at student unions and say, can we do a gig? Because we knew they had a hall and they had people. So we would do that. We'd charge 50p on the door. And the guy would come out with a big bag of 50p's. Showed up the night before, talked to a very bemused students right. union leader uh-huh. who didn't believe it for me until he came out of the van. Well, you got a hall, can we play at lunchtime? Yeah. And then it was advertised. Just, just advertised, just say, we're coming. Or music in the hall, whatever. And then people showed up. I uh, paid 50p. Well, it was a big bag of coins, which I just always reminded me of Peter Sellers' movie. One for you, two for me. <laughs> and everyone just took 
a handful of coins and we went around Britain. We had 11 songs, so we had to repeat some of them. And some of the gigs must have been quite bad, you know, because we didn't really know what we were doing. It's an amusing image, this former Beatle showing up to play in a college cafeteria, trying to hone the sound of his new musical group. Despite McCartney being a seasoned professional, the band still needed practice time. A lot of limbering. Yeah. I mean, one night we had a song called Wildlife, which was off earliest album, when Linda had the intro on keyboard. Sequence of chords. I said, thank you, Newcastle. It was Newcastle City Hall. I should have sung now. New song called, called Wildlife. Wildlife. One, two, three. One, two, three. Nothing. I look over and Linda's just frozen. I go, one, two, three, one. Thinking she hasn't heard the counting. So I go over. Now the crowd are kind of wondering whether this is just a bit of theatrics. Mm-hmm. I go over to Linda, she can't remember the chords. Oh shit, hang on. So I mean, actually, if this had been a sketch, it would be quite funny. So I go over. Now I can't remember the bloody chords. What don't you? What? Luckily, seeing me do it, she suddenly remembered. So she pushed me to one side and we started. But those were the kind of chaotic moments where, you know, we nearly just didn't remember songs or we played quite badly or we played stuff the audience didn't want to hear. We kind of got away with it, but barely, only just. There was a great deal of pressure on McCartney's new band as the media made comparisons to the group that had dissolved a few years earlier. McCartney himself wondered whether Wings would be able to measure up. A lot of this is just happening in my own mind. It's not what anyone's telling me. I'm automatically thinking, well, the Beatles were great, so Wings is not going to be as great. My problem all along was after the Beatles. Who's going to be as good as them? You know, uh, of course. And I kind of knew it couldn't happen. Mm. But I thought, well, yeah, but we can be not as good as the Beatles, but we can be something else. That must have been hard in some mm-hmm. way to, to feel that from the outset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. But as I said, you know, if I was to continue, I had to tough it out. But, I mean, I had reserves of courage from the Beatles having pennies thrown at them sure. at Stroud Village Hall. You know, so we'd had that. We'd had that bullshit. So here it was again. The hardest thing, I think, was with Linda in the group, who was a complete amateur. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, so was George Mm -hmm. when he joined the group. So was I. Mm -hmm. So was John. So was Ringo. You taught her keyboards? I I showed her a few things on keyboard, and then Mm -hmm. she, she learned herself, and she had a couple of lessons and stuff. 
And it turned out that her strength wasn't necessarily the keyboard thing, although she handled the job. Mm -hmm. It was more as a spirit. She was a great sort of cheerleader. Yeah. She would get crowds going. She did a lot of that, you know, sort of clap your hands kind of thing. And in those days, there weren't many women in groups. Right. So she was sort of a pioneer in that aspect. And listening back to the records, she was a damn good singer, uh -huh. even though she was amateur. Uh -huh. And people were looking for anything to damn her. But we got through it. Right. But it's galling to think, well, of course, I mean, the terrible fact is that human beings have a tendency, you know, to whine about something, mm. to find something to criticize. I think we're, it's, we're very insecure as a race, as an animal. Mm -hmm. um, I've often sort of seen, sort of like rabbits and things in the garden or in the sure. field, and think they live a life of terror. Total fear. They're looking the over the shoulder totally. all the time. And I think so are we. I'm not sure we're that different in our way. We're looking over our shoulders, well, yeah. and that engenders a not-so-generous spirit. I mean, it's always good to slack someone off, or to see someone get slagged off. I think it's, it's another instinct that makes us feel not so bad. Mm -hmm. I think there's a big instinct in us. And I think that it's because we're insecure. So the more secure you get, the more generous you can become. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. 
And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do life in lyrics? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. By 1973, Wings was finding its groove. But McCartney had yet to win back music critics since the breakup of The Beatles. This third studio album, Band on the Run, would be Wings' chance to establish themselves and McCartney's chance to prove he still had a long career in front of him. When it came time to record, McCartney was hoping to be inspired by a change of scenery. Now, this was recorded in Lagos. Mm-hmm. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> I knew EMI had studios all over the world. Right. But I didn't know where they were, so I asked for a list. And they were in China, Rio, France, you know, Lagos. <laughs> well, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I love African music. Well, I still, you know, I'd be steeped in African music, be in the air, but we're not doing African music, but still being in the land the African music came from, it'll have some sort of nice influence. As much as McCartney imagined Lagos would be a good backdrop for the life of musical desperados, not all members of the band felt the same. The night before they were set to start recording, drummer Denny Sywell and guitarist Henry McCulloch rang up McCartney to tell him they wouldn't be coming. I was like furious at first. He's like, what? You're not coming to make our next album? Well, that's not, that's not very band-like. And I'm that kind of person. I won't go, oh, okay, God, I've got to rethink this. If I'm going somewhere, then I'm going. I've noticed that about me. I like to stick to the plan. Mm-hmm. So then I have to deal with this in my mind. And so I just thought, well, screw you. I'm going to make this the best record I've made to date since leaving the Beatles. 
I thought, well, we've got Danny, guitar, we've got Linda, vocals, Danny, vocals, me, vocals. I'll, I'll drum. I've, I've drummed a lot anyway. crazy. The circumstances were just wild. I think anybody else might have given up because the studio was kind of only half built and we had to figure it all out. But I had Danny Linder, myself. I had Jeff Emmerich, who was, who was a Beatles engineer. Late one night, as Paul and Linda were walking in an area of town they had been told to avoid, some men hopped out of a car and mugged them at knife point. They stole a couple of Linda's cameras, some unfinished lyrics, and the demo tapes for the upcoming album. We'd been warned, but we didn't listen because we were desperados. So we just were walking late at night where we'd been told not to walk. So in terms of reconstructing, did you have to go back to... If not square one, something akin to it? We remembered them well enough. I'm sure I had the lyrics somewhere. And we always think the guys who nicked it was like five Legos guys. We always thought they want to re-record it over them. Some decent music. <laughs> decent African songs. Right. Or just chuck them away as rubbish. The band's trip to Lagos, what with the half-finished studio and the unexpected mugging, wasn't quite what McCartney had imagined. When Paul and Linda returned to England, they found a letter at their home from the EMI chairman warning them not to go to Lagos because of a cholera outbreak. The letter had arrived after they'd left. You know, looking back on experiences like that, you block out all the worst stuff. I do. And you remember all the cool stuff. Despite the recording conditions, Band on the Run was a runaway success. Upon the release of the album, Wings became more secure not just as a follow-up band to the Beatles, but as a significant musical group in their own right. The song, Band on the Run, was one of Wing's first hits, topping the charts at number one in America and number three in the UK. I was talking to a journalist once about Sgt Pepper, going on about it as if he must admire it. And he said, well, tell you the truth, he said, it was Band on the Run for me. It's more my generation. Hmm. Band on the Run was his Sergeant Pepper. Right. So I, I suddenly realised, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has proved to be a very interesting fact very. over the years, that there are some people who actually like what I did with Wings better than the Beatles. There are some people whose first thing they ever heard was, you know, Band on the Run or Jet or something that we did with Wings. 
And I think for them, that means a lot. They have a special affection for that. The success of Wings was a testament to McCartney's entrepreneurial spirit, as well as his willingness to deviate from rules and expectations. It says a lot about you, I think, that you're willing to, well, to borrow a phrase from Yeats, sort of walk naked, you know? Mm. I mean, you didn't have to do that, right? You really did. No, it also says I'm mad. <laughs> but that is right. I could think of other ways to do it, but I didn't like them. And so the only other alternative was not do it. Well, okay, I'll do this way because I like it. It's probably a good way because we will learn, we will develop, by the time we're ready, we'll be pretty good. And we'll have had some success with records here and there and everywhere. So it was 1976 when we finally had Band of the Run as a big record. We then toured properly as Wings. title track from Wings' 1973 album. In the next episode... Maxwell's Silver Hammer, a cheerful song about a serial killer inspired by an obscure French avant-garde play. McCartney, A Life in Lyrics is a co-production between iHeartMedia, MPL and Pushkin Industries. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.